Brands are going independent more than ever. We've brought in expert Jonathan Creek to talk about it. Stay tuned. We're over here. Jono, look over here. <laughs> Good morning, yeah, sorry, everyone. Guys. <laughs> Mark, can you hear us all right? Oh, no. Yeah, it's flaky, but off, off yeah, we go. Flaky, but off we go. This is quite a big topic especially for any young agent coming into the market, a little bit like myself, we're having the conversation of the importance of self-promotion. Jono, do you want to give us a little bit of an insight as to, um, first of all, sort of what you do for the viewers? Sure. Morning, Billy. Morning, Mark. Uh, for those who don't know who I am, I'm almost a brand storytelling guy. So, uh, there's a lot of elements that come to marketing yourselves nowadays in a current environment. I'm a former journalist. I'm a former commercial sales guy. And I sort of bring that all together for for not only businesses, but also individuals to work out what is their ultimate brand story and then how to tell it in a way that it becomes infectious so that they get the business that they need to stay viable, which results in the name of my business, Virable. So as viral as you can be, while it's still viable for your business and and all the time and effort that you have to put into it. Because you know, if, if you're a business operator and you go to someone and they say, just make viral videos, but you're not in the viral video game, your real estate business is going to go broke pretty quick. So you have to find that balance. And that's what I do. Yeah, cool. And there so you go. And, agents, I, and, I, and I think... Go, Mark. So I, I guess where we're coming from here is there's just been so much change and so much churn in our industry where, you know, if you, if you wind back 20 years ago, it was really the umbrella of the agency. Uh, you really could, you really had to rely on a franchise group back then, professionals, hookers, things like that. There was really no other option. And when you look at where we came from 20 years ago to where we are now, it's very different where independents have really dominated the market. They're not relying at all on um, franchise groups uh, like that, you know, when you look at it compared to like, like previous. And what's also interesting is portals like realestate.com and domain or newspapers, which it was back then, we're not even relying on those as much. So it's really power to the independent agent and even agency. And that's what I'm, that's the piece that I'm really interested in this morning to speak with you about jonathan yeah it's a really interesting i'm a data guy so even though i'm into branding and story everything i do is driven by data and you know i think in real estate in particular there was a real sort of almost a relaxation that the introduction of the portals and houses being sold on websites was the total evolution of the industry and then the only things that would come along would be smart technology, which allowed people to tour houses without going to houses or to auction houses without going to auctions. 
I think a lot of people thought that that's where the real estate evolution was going to end. It's become a lot more personal now. And I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it's people becoming more comfortable with being online. But essentially what we're seeing, and look, you know, I don't think it's the end of agencies or big agency brands at all, uh, because I think there's some individuals in the game that need that support in order to operate at their best. So they will always go uh, back to the agencies and have an agency job. Some of those people just love being in a big business surrounded by other people because they're social animals. But even those guys and girls in big teams need to start operating as an independent agency underneath the bigger umbrella. Then you get the other alpha dogs or the, the people who would like to be considered a bit more of a disruptor, and it's a lot easier for them now to step out, go and get their five, ten years experience at a big agency and step out, give themselves a silly name and market themselves and promote themselves uh, as their own self and actually own a small patch. And that's really one of the things that uh, my business focuses on is owning your territory through content. So using content to build a barrier around the area that the algorithm knows you hang around and then being the king of the content around real estate will then bring you the more leads. So what we're seeing is we're seeing independents step out, giving themselves that silly name and then owning their patch and having a viable business just through a smaller patch. Yeah, they're not dropping 10,000 letterbox drops anymore. They're just dropping 10 to 20 posts on a platform like Facebook and still getting the same amount of business. So it's this freedom and it's, it really is the next evolution. You can call it real estate 2.0, whatever you want. It's uh, it's fascinating to watch it. That's an observation. That's, yeah, that's an observation we've made off air. Um, there's a lot more um, brands, small brands, people in the game than there might have been, um, you know, when you started out your um, your career, Mark, and particularly the franchises that used to dominate have lost part of that market share to, you know, the number of other businesses operating now. Yeah, it's, I think it's fracturing 100%. When I tell this story all the time. When I was a kid, there was only one real estate agent in my neighbourhood. One. Like, if you rode your bike around the neighbourhood, you only saw one for sale sign. And I remember the day when I saw a competitor's for sale sign and was, you know, it was a stop in the street moment to go, hold on a minute, there's someone else that sells real estate here? Like, this yeah. is going to be interesting. I was probably a 10-year-old kid, and I found it fascinating. Now, yeah, you right. drive down the street, you drive down in the street of my area, I'm in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, and there's new agencies popping up every day. And, of course, I'm writing down their name, I'm ringing them, I want to get in there and work with them. So, you know, it's, it's a real evolution that we're seeing, but... Um, it's just proving with all the technology around you, with all the support services, like you've got companies that can do all your back end for you, all your posting, automating all your stuff for you. Now, I'm not an advocate for auto automating the face-to-face -face contact with humans, even via social platforms, but there's the back end stuff that you can get other people to do for you relatively cheaply. So it's all sort of coming together where, you know, we could have billyrealestate.com taking on novakproperty.com and uh, That'd be you'll, get smashed, you'll get smashed, Billy. <laughs> Eric and Mark. Yeah, yeah, I boy. think it also comes down to, uh, uh, 
I think in essence, nothing's really changed when you're talking face to face doing deals. So I guess it's like if you look at bread, for example, bread is still bread, but the way it is hitting the market, the individualism that you know you have, you walk into a, a market at the moment and um, um, you have 100 styles of bread, whereas before you had five styles of bread. Bread is still bread, um, but there's definitely the way it's being promoted and the way consumers are consuming it, it's very individual as well. So I think with brands, um, people are simply just choosing the brand that works and resonates better and well with them um, and rather than that sort of one-size-fits-all approach that that, um, that we've, we've had of the past, which is exciting for a consumer and it's exciting for an agent or agency that you can sort of sit into your area and be. I think you may find that, you know, when you were in the eastern suburbs, Jonathan, I think you may find that there was that brand may have um, may also have had a lot more agents behind it, where, you know, whereas there was 30 guys working in that agency, whereas now they'll actually be different agencies and in different signboards that you're seeing in the area. So... It's a real power to the consumer and it's definitely power to the agent and agencies to go out for that individual individualism. I don't think the process uh, is, is that much different. We're still real estate agents selling properties. Yeah, I think here's, here's the key to it. And you talk about the bread and we can talk about real estate as well. Is that you used to trust a brand. Because the only communication you had with a real estate agency or a bread brand was you saw the logos, you saw the ads, and you resonated with the way that they communicated with you via things like TV and radio. You know, good on your mum, Tip Top's the one. That was a pure Aussie uh, brand of bread that everyone went for, in in my neighbourhood anyway. Um, you guys probably had more, well, you, Mark, you probably had fancier, uh, more European bread. Here's the thing now, is where it's evolved to now, it's no longer the brand that people are connecting to, it's the brand of the individual making the connection. So the consumer is caring less about whether your logo is red and gold versus your logo being blue and green and being around for 100 years and caring more about how does this person resonate with me in terms of the words that they use, the way they talk, how do they link to my uh, position in life compared to their position in life? Can I relate to this person in a real manner? Is what they're talking about relevant? Um, and, you know, is it all re- is this whole scenario real and re- relatable? So what you're seeing is underneath brand names is the human connection and that's outpowering everything so you're talking about these hundreds of different you know we see it with craft beers i mean melbourne has that many craft beers now that yeah. probably vic bitter's the hardest one to get like that's how crazy it's gone bit of bar the other day looking at all the selection and i was like wow yeah and the artwork on the cans is the thing like, yeah, you've got the ones that are the devils and crazy, and then you've got the other ones which are a bit 70s and quirky, and then you've got sort of the nature's, you know, sort of vegany ones. And so that's appealing to all the different archetypes of consumer. 
right? It's probably all the same beer, to be honest. But that that's you know what's happening, and we're seeing it with coffee brands. Go go to your supermarket and stand in the coffee aisle and have a look at all the different coffee brands now. There's all the hipster stuff, right? That's just trying to be that one level up of a connection from a branding point of view. But what I'm saying with agents is they can do it too. Absolutely. No, but people aren't consuming more coffee or more beer or more real estate agent services. They're, they've just got, they've, well, they, they. It's fractured. It's just the power of the individualism, of the individualism that people are enjoying that they can connect with. Yeah. It's exclusivity. It's um, being left to feel special, uh, uniqueness. But it's, it's really getting down to human personality. So, yeah, when we're breaking down the sort of stories that people have to tell in order to connect, you know, whether it's social media, whether it's a flyer, whether it's whatever, is that we really have to break it down to the DNA of the humans that they're trying to connect with plus their DNA. Because if you haven't got the right DNA to connect with customer A, then it's never going to happen no matter how much pressure you put on them. So what big brands need to do is they need to work out the different personality types of the people in their team and then target those people to the customers who are waiting with the same receptors. Interesting. Interesting. And then you do get you, success. Do you think there is a huge lack of independent marketing, agents taking on that responsibility for themselves and leaving it up to the business owner or the franchise? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think it's it's a it's a two speed answer though for you, Billy. Um, I think the big the big brands, the big established ones, and yeah, you know, I live in a pocket of Melbourne where within five hundred meters, I've got twelve different big brand real estate agent offices. And I tell you, I nearly I nearly throw up in my mouth every time I run or ride past them, and every one of them says, you know, most experienced team best local knowledge and i'm like come on guys it's like come on seriously every one of you saying the same thing you know it didn't resonate with me on the first real estate agent i passed through it's not going to resonate the 10th and they all look at each other so they can all see that they're saying the same things i just wish someone else would step out and what we're seeing is we're seeing individuals step out i mean you only have to look at um jason Ackermanis, the former brisbane lions footballer in brisbane He's doing it his way, and he's always done it his way. Um, so it would be, you know, it was a little bit awkward when he first came into real estate because he did sort of sit under a big brand and he did sort of start to try and behave like, you know, the typical archetype of a real estate agent, and no one was sort of cool with it. It was like, no, this isn't you. Now he's sort of gone out by himself. He's a bit more independent. He's doing his handstands when he runs auctions. And, yeah, he's being the larrikin that everyone connected with originally. Now, mm. here's the key to that, Billy. Some people are put off by it because they think the decision of buying a house is too big and too serious a decision to leave it to a guy who loves doing handstands. Mm. But on the flip side, there's other people coming to him because they love the Brisbane Lions and they love that he won three premierships. So there's yep. always a trade here. The losers, the biggest losers in this whole independent era of real estate agents that we're going to see evolve over the next two or three years, the biggest losers are the people who are going to play it safe or try and hide their personalities behind a notepad with a logo on the top. The ones who don't put themselves out there and communicate are going to be the losers. 
Yeah. Well said. And the opportunity well is there. Said. You know, there there are a lot of different outlets these days to um to get your personality over the phone. You know, you don't need to be in front of everyone. The the portal is a one example, but probably the the most dated example. Um, you know, the social media has been a huge success for many agents and agencies, and I'm sure there's plenty more. Don't you love and the guys, exuberance? Is- don't you love the exuberance of youth, Mark? When you got the the young gun in the conversation talking about the the old school of portals, like portals are old to it's him. True. Portals and are that's, old. Yeah, it's that's true. true. But see, this is for for people who have been in the game for twenty or thirty years. If you're a real estate agent in your mid fifties, and you know you've been using portals for ten years, this is Billy's a great example of the next generation. They think portals are old school, so they're looking for a new way to buy and sell homes. They're looking to be communicated to not in the old school portal way. They don't want to have to go to a website and search for a property. They wanted to. They want their dream property delivered to them by someone they trust in their feed because Facebook's listening and knows that they're in the market for a house. So Facebook's algorithm goes and finds Billy's video about a house that best matches the conversation that they've had with their friends and goes, what about this one? That, I mean, that's how it works. It's right there. I'm telling you guys how this works. And I'm so stunned that no one do it. No one really does it. Like, it's just yeah. do it. Try it. And, uh, and also, and also, before we roll out, I just want to say, uh, just need to have a chat, um, say good day to a couple of people that are watching. Michelle Cheney from Michael Robinson & Co., proudly independent uh, company for 44 years. Technology allows, allows us to rain, remain number one in our area. Uh, four other franchises in the town of Forbes. So, um, good plug. And, <laughs> and Michelle's the champion. I love their business. Actually, out of interest, they're... They were one of the highest viewed shows that we did last year with these guys. With their their champion business, but it's it's a it's a forty four year old company, um, and to see the change that they that they've had with with um, social media and technology, and they've embraced into their company is pretty cool. Um, even just to actually front up on a video for a, for a principal that's been doing real estate for forty four years. Um, Michael, you know, that's that's pretty cool, but you've got to be able to change. And this is all businesses, Jonathan. This can apply to plumbers, electricians, to everyone. 100%. Uh, it's the future of business. Like, the connections aren't going to be shotgun TV ads. Let's shoot it out there to as many people as we can and see what sticks. This is about strategically, scientific-based, data-driven targeting. This is how it works. This is this is what you have to do. Hey, here's Lisa Kramer, uh, a great example um, of someone who I've had a little bit to do with, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, the other day she put out one of her first videos for a new angle of a business that she's on, Elite. Within 10 minutes, a customer picked up the phone and gave her a call. Like, Incredible. What... what, what more proof to some of these people. What I know that there are people watching this within 500 metres of me still thinking whether allowing agents to post their own videos on their own social media is a good idea. Like, that's the gap that we're talking about. I wish I, I, wish I had a widescreen, Billy, because my that's hands are ticking gap. in both your ears. That's a big gap. Like, 
my hands are out there. So, yeah, this is it. You know, I deal with people like, oh, I don't know, I don't know about video. I'm like, you don't know about video? I can't talk to you anymore. Like, if you're not there already, I can't help push you there. You've got to be operating as an independent media company, not just as a business. Like, Novak Property is fantastic at running as a media company. Anyone that's ever visited you guys and have a look at all the content you're putting out, where Billy is, there's a permanently set up camera studio. You know, all the other teams have their cameras and their phones and their microphones. Their cars are set up. They are built for creating content. They're running as an independent media company as a real estate agency. The next step is that the individuals start running themselves as an independent media company, not just by producing the content, but the way that they think about the stories they need to be telling, the brand positioning where they need to you know, discover where they actually stand, because that's the other bit. Most ind individuals don't know their own brand type because through the eras of school and work and life and advertising and marketing they put on these masks and pretend to be someone else who they think they should be so we've got to go you back, know i think strip I, it all back. and I, I think what you're saying that the power of independent as well is going to put some personal brands out of business and i think it's going to put some personal brands in business because you're now mm -hmm. revealed you're now exposed and you can't hide it so when you get all, when you get you know your local agency area absolutely shining on social, and the other guys are not, there'll be a progression of getting more business or losing more business. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. In my business, Enviable, we go in and as you know, we go in and consult with independent real estate agencies. And I'm not plugging my business here, but I sort of am. So I'll take it. But <laughs> the one thing that up. we the one thing that we do, Mark, is a only one agency per territory can take me. I'm av only available to one per territory. Yeah. Because if I went and worked with all of them in the one territory, the value that I bring would be diminished. And so this is what's also going to happen. The more independent agents you get, the harder it's going to be. It's going to turn into a red ocean. It is the market. You know, Gary V says it. The market is the market. You know, things will evolve. Marketers will come in and wreck it because we'll teach you all the secrets of how to do it. And then, you know what? When it becomes too bloody and too messy, we'll work out the next thing to do. Right? But this is, I'm talking the next. Life. Yeah, that's that's been going on since Ford built the first car, right? Like car racing was invented the day the second T-Model Ford came off the thing. So com competition's always there. Yeah. Um, and that's what's going to happen yep. with this. So you get, in, but the era of independent agents probably started during lockdown two in Melbourne. People started to realize, oh, what? I can't sit around and do nothing anymore. I've got to get ready. And you know, we were teased with unlocking and opening up. So guys and girls started ramping up their content and 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 getting known. And then we got locked down again. And then we opened up and locked down. So every time we did that, you know, there was less and less people seeing it through. But what's going to happen is between. Six months ago, say October through to 2025 is going to be the rise of the independent agent where you should be as an agent blasting out content. Whether you're under an umbrella of a big brand or not, think about yourself because you build that collateral, that's value to you. And even if you change flags, if you change agencies, you're taking that social following with you. It's making you more valuable. The rise of the personality personality driven the rise, marketing that's the rise all it is. Of, 
the rise of the personality and you are consuming that brand and that personality. And if you don't have your personality or brand out there, people will find online, people will find another one that resonates with them because you're simply not there. Mm. Yeah. That's a show. 100%. It's big. Good chat. So in summary, before we go, the lessons out of today, guys, what are they? Well, for me, the lessons is you just got to start. Oh, it's probably not even a lesson. It's an order. Like, and, and when I say start, like, don't give me seven days. Don't give me five days. Like, give me 100 pieces of published content in the next six months. 100 pieces. And then come back to me and tell me it failed because I bet you it won't. It's one a day. It's three minutes a day. Is it? Pick up your phone. What do you reckon, yep. Billy? What are you doing today? That's it. No, I've um, I've started to make a little a little um, Instagram account, so I think there's definitely value there. An interesting fact that I read this morning uh, before we came on air: agents are, um, should be sort of spending at least ten percent of their GCI gross commission income on reinvesting that into themselves. Now, I think. The most successful agents in our business are definitely paying for their some of self-promotion. Um, you know, how can you really expect to be, um, you know, selling houses when you can't be seen? So, yeah, but I'm going to burn you there. I don't reckon you need to. I don't reckon you need to. You know, you've got to be out. You've got to be out there and um, appealing to some sort of the market. Yeah, I'd be saving your money for promoting video, the videos and content around the properties that you're selling. Yeah. But for building your own brand, you same can thing. do it for free. Oh, you can. It's the same thing. There's no such thing as free. There's no such thing as free. So that 10% you're referring to, no, that 10% you're referring to has been going on for hundreds of years and it morphs into different systems, ways, advertising, labor, work, but it's always there. You do have oh, to spend on that much on your brand, and you may not be cutting a checkout for a newspaper for 10% of your money, but you may be sitting on your phone for eight hours a day, one, eight hours a week, and, right. and that is ten, you know, 20% or, eight, or 10% of your time. But that 10%... Is that 10%? Is that 10%? Call it money, call it time, call it whatever you want. Right. It's there. I apologise, yep. Billy. I misunderstood your quote. I thought you were talking about posting and boosting and advertising and spending on your promoting your no, content. But, but yeah, no, like said, time you know, investment I... is still what it is. Yeah. That's the show, though. Thanks, Jonathan. My pleasure. Off to get some oh. rat tests done for kids going to school. Day one of the rats. Two, two weeks. Busy two weeks ahead. <laughs> Oi. I think we've, I think we've Sorry, just my... dropped out. Oh, here we are. Sorry. So just, just to give you, a, a, just to give Jonathan a bit of recognition, if people aren't spending time with people like Jonathan and on a figure of what Billy is talking about, about 10%, I think you're in trouble. I, whether you're an electrician, plumber, any business, any person um, that's running their own business, like a sales agent, you've got to be investing your time into or and and, uh, and or ten percent in someone like this man that's here. So, Jonathan, you're a hired gun. We're going to leave your yep. details behind. And guys, if you need help with building your brand, going viral, doing stuff like that, you should be spending ten percent of your 
time, this is the guy. Thank you, Mark. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Billy. Great show. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Have a good day. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye.